0: Welcome back, episode 8, Get With It or Get Lost with TL London. Appreciate y'all tuning in, appreciate y'all, you know, showing love, you know, rather you at the gym, in the car, you know, running an errand, I just appreciate y'all tuning in to the podcast. This week we're going to get into some NFL, you know, talk about these last games of week 13, preview some week 14 matchups, but first, I wouldn't be doing my Lakers and Anthony Davis any justice if I need not show them some love, man. AD last 10 games, averaging 35 points, 16 rebounds, three blocks, a steal, 10 free throws a game, shooting 65% from the field, 88% from free throw, and 45% from three. Lakers are currently 10 and 13 and five and a half games back from first place. You know, so it's one of those things where us being 10 and 13, I'm not necessarily happy with that record. But I am happy that they're trending upwards. The Lakers have been playing some really good basketball. Russell Westbrook has, you know, fell into his role. LeBron has been playing some really inspired defense, and you know, doing his thing as as, as a maestro running the offense. And Anthony Davis is playing like a top five player in the world, man. His his capabilities are just out of this world like that dude can do so much on the basketball court and I just appreciate AD stepping up and realizing that the time is now to put his imprint on this franchise and let everybody know how special he really is so appreciate that man Lakers keep up the good work I hope you know in a a couple weeks we back in that middle of those standings and you know just keep figuring it out game by game So, so far so good Let's get into these week 13 previews, or I'm sorry, week 13 recaps. So, last week, let's start with the Buffalo Bills versus New England. Bills beat New England 24 10. It was kind of an inspired game in the first quarter or so, but the Buffalo Bills have New England's number. New England can't really match up with a lot of these teams that have high powered offenses. They haven't been able, Bill Belichick's kryptonite is a scrambling. Josh Allen pretty much has his way now with New England and I don't know. They got to figure it out over there. Mac Jones, you know, he's kind of regressing. He doesn't look like the guy from last year. Ramondre Stevenson is a piece. They still got some good pieces on defense as well, but Bill Belichick needs to figure something out on offense. There's rumors that Tom Brady might be back, you know. We'll see if that really happens or not. I mean, I can see it happening. Tom Brady doesn't look too happy in Tampa Bay, but it's also a thing where Tampa Bay lets Tom Brady be him and do what he wants to do and kind of come and go as he pleases and kind of be, you know, a free spirit somewhat and New England, you know, they're not with that. So, maybe if Bill Belichick came off of his, you know, his lockdown uh, personality of maybe, you know, not letting the players kind of be free, then Tom Brady might think about coming back, but I know he needs his guy Alex Guerrero to come with them so they can keep their T 12 thing going on. So, you know, we'll see. But as of right now, New England, they're struggling. Uh, they're six and six. The Bills are nine and three now and they're first in their division. So I still see New England trying to fight for a playoff spot. But even so, it doesn't really look too good for them. Like Six and six isn't the worst record, but at the same time, there's a lot of good teams in the AFC this year. So I think New England is pretty much cooked in the Bills. You know, they're, they're going to keep it rolling. I don't really trust them all the way um, in the playoffs yet. Um, something about their team not having a reliable running back for their run game kind of makes me nervous. I don't know if Josh Allen can just pound the football the way he does in, in in the regular season in the playoff game. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. O- only time will tell. So uh, yeah, moving on, we got Dolphins versus the Niners. The Niners beat the Dolphins 33-17. to It was a pretty good game until, you know, the second half, and uh, the Niners kind of ran away with it. Jimmy G did get hurt. Um, first reports was that his foot was broken and that he was pretty much done for the season. But... You know, today they came out and said that he could come back within seven or eight games. So that's pretty good. They got a a Mr. Irrelevant coming in for him, Purdy. He looked pretty good, you know, finishing that game out against the Dolphins. We'll see if he can just maintain, you know, the flow with the offense and just get these playmakers the ball. Like, he doesn't really have to do too much. So I think the 49ers just build. Perfectly for a guy like Purdy to just come in and not have to do too much. So we'll see. Um, I feel like their Super Bowl chances kind of took a hit, though, without uh, Jimmy G. I feel like he's he's a better quarterback than a lot of people like to give him credit for. And the Niners are going to miss him. But like I said, they're a running team, defensive team. So they should be okay. to at least still may make a deep playoff run. Um, rumors, you know, were out there that they were maybe going to try to get Baker Mayfield, who just got cut by the Panthers, Uh, but, you know, he ended up signing with the Los Angeles Rams, so I don't really know what's going on there, if he's going to be Matthew Stafford's little protege or what, so we'll see. But, other than that, uh, Tyreek Hill is a monster, you know, that dude had nine catches, 146 yards, he's still on pace to get 2,000 yards this season, so... That's crazy. Um, McCaffrey, He's he's he, he looked good. 17 carries, 66 yards, 8 catches, 80 yards, and a touchdown. So, you know, with McCaffrey still healthy and doing his thing, the Niners are going to still be a threat. And the Dolphins, ah, man, they're a really good playoff team. But to call them a championship team, I just feel like they're too young. The coach, this is his first year. Tua, this is his first year really, you know, being a— A a foundational quarterback I feel like Tyreek Hill You know, it's his first year with the Dolphins So, I I mean, I don't think really He's going to be an issue I think Tyreek Hill is going to do his thing Get his numbers regardless But as a whole, I just feel like the head coach And the quarterback are kind of early in their careers To pretty much call them a Super Bowl team Their first year together But you never know We've seen crazier things, right? So, moving on Um, and just to wrap it up, the dolphins are sitting at eight and four in the AFC East. That's uh pretty good. And the Niners are sitting at first place, or eight and four is actually second for the dolphins in the AFC East. And the Niners are sitting up top the NFC West with an eight and four record. So, two good teams, two you know, good playoff teams, but both have some questions, um, you know around if they're a true championship team now. The Niners' only question now is QB because before Jimmy G got hurt, there wasn't many questions about the Niners. So we'll see, we'll see. So moving forward, we got the Chargers and the Raiders. The Raiders beat the Chargers 27-10. I mean, my main takeaway from this game is Los Angeles has too much talent to not beat a lot of teams that they go up against Uh, I don't know what it is man it's hard to put my finger on it I really feel like it's it's the coach they still haven't found the right coach Um, Justin Herbert's a good quarterback but I feel like he's is I don't like I don't want to use the word regressing this year because it's not like he's having a bad season stats wise and he did deal with the rib injury earlier in the season but for some reason the Chargers don't seem like they have chemistry this season is, it, it's, it's, it, it's odd. It seems like their whole team is kind of like doing their own thing and they're not on, on, on the same page, but injuries have hit them crucial and their receiving core, Keenan Allen is finally back and in his flow, but Mike Williams still hasn't came back, you know, all the way. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, Chargers, they are sitting at six and six, you know, their, their playoff, Chances are still there. They still have a potent enough team to go on a run, but they're gonna have to figure something out and figure it out quick because they can't really take too many losses. And then the Raiders, on the other hand, they are sitting at five and seven, so their playoff chances are even uh, slimmer than the Chargers. But a nine and seventeen could probably squeeze. Oh, I'm sorry, a ten and seventeen now. A ten and seventeen can uh, probably make the playoffs, so we'll see, Um, but both of those teams, I feel like on the outside looking in, they kind of got to hope for a couple other teams to start losing for them to kind of get their playoff chances higher, so yeah, we'll see, Chargers and Raiders are two teams that I feel like are underachievers, so moving on, we got Chiefs and Bengals, the Bengals beat the Chiefs 27-24, Jamar Chase is back, and Joe Burrow is him, at the, him. They basically, you know, they look like the best team in the AFC to me. The Bengals are clicking. Uh, Joe Mixon just got to come back and be healthy. But even without Joe Mixon, they're still a Super Bowl contender to me. Uh, Joe Mixon just kind of puts them over the hump. But Samaj uh, P. Ryan, he's a very good back. Um, Joe Burrow, to me, is... Probably the best quarterback in football to me. That's just me though. Um, I know we got the goat Brady, and we got Aaron Rodgers. You know, kind of washed, almost washed up, and we got a Mahomes. You know, the 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 Wonder Kid, Josh Allen. I get it. I just like Joe Burrow. He's my favorite quarterback right now. And if I could pick one quarterback to build my team around, it would be Joe Burrow. So I love the Bengals. I feel like they're on their way up. Uh, Yeah, so they're they're a real deal Super Bowl contender in my opinion. Kansas City Chiefs, I feel the same way about them because they still have Patrick Mahomes. If Burrow is the top quarterback, then Mahomes is the second best quarterback in my opinion in the league. And I feel feel like Mahomes has a little bit better skill set than Burrow uh, when it comes to just having that big arm and he can wiggle um, a little bit more. But Burrow, on the other hand, I just love the way he manages the game, man. And it seems like no matter what you throw at him, he never gets rattled. So that's what I love about Burrow. But the Chiefs, they're sitting at nine and three. And they're still, you know, a top team in the AFC West. So they'll be in the playoffs. They'll be a a super bowl contender. As long as Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey suit up, they can win it all. So we'll see. Um I don't think they're as crazy, you know, scary as they was back when Tyreek Hill was with them, um, and I still don't trust don't trust their defense all the way. But as of now, the the Chiefs are good. You know, they're a good team. Uh, the Bengals are pretty much tied for first place with the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens might be first though due to divisional wins, but they're both eight and four. But the Bengals. Um, they're looking good. They're, they're going to be in the playoffs. They might be a wide, wild card team, though. But the Ravens uh, are dealing with Lamar Jackson being hurt. So if he misses a few games and if P.J. Huntley can't keep them afloat, then, you know, the Bengals will, will secure that top spot. So we'll see. But right now they're both uh, Super Bowl contenders in my eyes, the Chiefs and the Bengals. Uh, moving forward, we got Steelers Falcons. This game, nobody really cares about. Steelers suck. Falcons suck. Uh, Steelers won 19-16. Um, as of now, the Steelers are 5-7. and seven. Uh, I don't see them being any threat to make the playoff. The Atlanta Falcons, on the other hand, they are 5-8, and eight, but their division is trash. So, they still could make the playoffs if Tampa Bay, you know, goes in the wrong direction. But, Tampa Bay has Tom Brady, and I trust them to you know, win that division. So I don't think the Falcons make, uh, may make the playoffs unless they win their division, but they're only two games back. So anything is possible. But to me, both of those teams to trash. Moving on, Jags-Lions. Lions beat the Jags 40 to 15, or excuse me, Lions beat the Jags 40 to 14. And my biggest takeaway from this game is the Lions have fight, and they can compete any given Sunday and beat any team because that coach, Dan Campbell, is tough as nails, and he has that team playing with his personality. They have a good run game. They have a great receiver and, and, and Amon Ross St. Brown. They have a very, um, a very good, skilled quarterback in Jared Goff, mindset wise though that's when he kind of loses me um sometimes when things get a little hairy but I feel like this version of Jared Goff is better than the St. Louis Rams version of Jared Goff and he still has potential to be a really good quarterback if he just keeps on the you know on the road of just keeping his head down and trying trying to get better each year because the skills are there it's always been there with Jared Goff so I like Detroit um Unfortunately, they lost a lot of close games this year, and they're only they're five and seven. And the Vikings have a, a strong, you know, strong lead uh, on that division. So, you know, unfortunately, Detroit probably won't make the playoffs this year. But they're a team, like I said, that can upset a lot of teams moving into these crucial weeks where we're trying to get some playoff seeding. So the Lions are a team that teams cannot underestimate. So I like them, um, Jacksonville. They're still, you know, up and coming. They're still trying to establish an, uh, an identity. Doug Peterson's first year there. They're sitting at 4-8 and eight now. Um, Trevor Lawrence, you know, he's had a better year than he did his, his first year with uh, Urban Meyer. So, at the end of the day, you're not necessarily... I was going to say the Jaguars had a disappointing season because it's like nobody expected them to pretty much be a playoff team or anything like that. They just wanted them to be better than they were last year, and they wanted to see some type of growth from Trevor Lawrence, and I think we've seen that, you know? So as long as Doug Peterson doesn't do whatever he did in Philly, you know, and he he keeps his job, I think Jacksonville will be a threat in years to come. But uh, right now, they're not really a threat only because of the youth and Doug Peterson being in, in his first year. So moving on Rams Seahawks, Seahawks beat the Rams 27, 23. Um, I don't know how the Rams still put up, uh, 23 points though, without, uh, Cooper cup, Allen Robinson, or Stafford, but they managed. The uh, cam makers had a good game and, uh, I guess the Rams and Sean McVay is just showing people that they still have pride, but they're 3-9, and nine, and nobody's really worried about the Rams at this point. They're just a team that, you know, they got to still show up on Sundays because there's fans that's going to show up, but their season is pretty much done. Nobody um, is expecting the Rams to pretty to do anything moving forward this season at least, so I'm sure, you know, they're going to recoup off their Super Bowl hangover year and be back stronger than, than ever next year. So, we'll see. Cooper Cup, I'll still draft you in in, in in the first round of my fantasy team, bro. I do not regret that pick at all. So, yeah, the Rams are pretty much cooked. Seattle, on the other hand, they're in second place in their division. One game behind the Niners. <laughs> Geno Smith, he playing like he back at West Virginia, man. That boy quarterbacking. DK Metcalf you know is looking good Tyler Lockett is looking good Kenneth Walker did get hurt but you know it wasn't a season-ending injury uh that I I believe so you know the Seahawks are a threat man as long as Geno Smith is playing as confident as he's playing Pete Carroll's the hell of a coach he he has that that defensive that defense flying around and making plays and Kenneth Walker runs angry and he's a playmaker. And We all know what DK Metcalf is capable of doing and Tyler Lockett's a damn good receiver. So the Seahawks have a really good team. Um, I didn't expect them to do shit this year only because I didn't think Geno Smith was going to step up and be the leader and quarterback that he has shown that he can be. Uh, so yeah, I think Seattle still has a very, very very good chance of making the playoffs and they could even win their division because if the Niners go on a little losing streak and seattle can squeak out a win or two then they can end up first place in that division so we'll see we'll see um i like seattle though i do uh moving on we got jets vikings vikings beat the jets 27 to 22 uh mike white got he he got the start for the jets uh he was he threw 57 times he was 31 for 57 369 yards and two picks uh you know the two picks you obviously don't like 31 for 57 is you know almost about 50 something percent uh completion percentage so it's not the worst but the Jets need a quarterback, man. They got everything over there except a quarterback. Uh, Brees Hall needs to get healthy next year, and hopefully they can draft a quarterback because Zach Wilson ain't it. Um, they might be able to get Lamar Jackson from the Ravens. You, know, you never know because he's might be a free agent, but I doubt the Ravens let him walk out that door, but... Garrett Wilson is a piece, man. He had eight catches, 160, 162 yards. Um, they got another good running back over there, Bam Knight. He has 19, or he had 15 carries, 90 yards, average six yards a carry. But, yeah, man, they just can't win these closed games right now. Um, and they're still trying to, well, no, I think they have their identity established. They just need a quarterback. So, the Jets... Their season is looking pretty much washed. They had a little... They showed a little promise in the beginning of the year. Um, and they are 7-5. and five, But I don't know if the Jets are going to be able to uh, solidify a playoff spot this year. Because uh, that quarterback situation is ugly. Um, and then on the other hand of this game, the Vikings, they win again. They're sitting atop their division, the, the NFC North, at 10-2. and two. They're looking real good. Um, they just can't beat good teams sorry it is what it is like I don't trust Minnesota they let my Cowboys drop 40 on them and they let the Eagles dog them out too so it's one of those things where it's like do we really want to believe in Kirk Cousins because I don't so we'll see you know they're 10 and 2 so I should probably put some respect on their name but I'm not so We'll see. But shout out to Eric Kendricks, man. That's my dog. EK is a beast. Their defense is good. I just don't trust the quarterback. And I feel like the quarterback kind of, the the team sometimes takes the personality of the quarterback. And for some reason, Kirk Cousins gives you this kind of like, <sighs> he gives you this kind of like vanilla, vibe that he basically is good enough to like get by but he's not gonna like do anything that's gonna put you o- o- over the top or he's not gonna do anything that's gonna make him elite and i feel like the vikings that's the thing like there's something they're missing that people just don't want to call them elite even though their record is elite and they have elite players on both sides of the ball. So. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to explain, but we'll we'll see. I hope I'm wrong because I want Eric to continue to be successful. Um, I played high school football with him, and he's he he's a good dude, man. Eric er, er, Kendricks, man, my favorite linebacker in the NFL. So you know, um, we'll see. We'll see what what the what the what the Vikings end up uh, doing moving forward in the playoffs because they pretty much locked up a playoff spot a while ago. So we'll see. Uh, moving on, we got Packers Bears. Packers beat the Bears 28-19. Justin Fields had another big run, but that's pretty much it. Um the Bears kind of looked, you know, they kind of struggled a little bit on offense uh towards towards the back end of that game. Christian Watson scored another touchdown. That's eight touchdowns in his last four games. That kid is going crazy. The Packers were actually down 16-3 and came back and won the game, so the Packers are showing life, man. They're not horrible. They're five and eight. But for some reason they're the only nine and eight team that I could see, you know, ripping off four four more wins, making a wild card and making some noise in the playoffs. So we'll see. Um I would never count out Aaron Rodgers, but the Packers, you know, they kinda have they kinda put dug themselves in the hole, you know, not getting more wins earlier in, in the season so most likely they're not going to make the playoffs but you never know i don't want to count air rodgers out and the bears on the other hand um justin fields shows some promise and some some progression this season he's looked like he's figured so, so, us like a little something out but overall they're three and ten and the bears are the bears so it is what it is they still suck um moving on we got the washington commanders and the new york giants they actually finished the game in in a 20 to 20 tie which is you know rare in the nfl to see a tie it 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 happens though but it was a tie game uh both teams are are solid uh the nfc east i think is the best division in football this year giants are seven to four commanders are seven and five uh So, you know, it's one of those things where both teams, I feel like, show promise, but Dallas and the Eagles are separating themselves from the NFC East and pretty much from the whole NFC. So, I don't know. Um, I don't see either one of those teams even making the playoffs only because our division is so good. And I know for a fact the Eagles are going and the Cowboys are going to the playoffs. So, that's already two teams. And... I don't know if we can get that third team in because Seattle is looking a little bit better than Giants and, and the Commanders at this point. So we'll see. Uh moving on, we got Titans Eagles. The Eagles beat the Titans 35 to 10, making them eleven and one on the season. Jalen Hurts balled out, 380 yards, three uh passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, so four touchdowns in total. Um, Eagles receivers balled out A.J. Brown had 8 catches for 119 And 2 touchdowns Devontae Smith had 5 catches 102 yards and a touchdown Uh, And that defense Held, held Derrick Henry to 30 yards So I mean what is there to say About the Eagles man I'm a Cowboys fan I'm not about to give them Too much praise as of right now Um, They are a good team And Jalen Hurts is showing That he's an elite quarterback They're showing that they can win in multiple ways. They can run the ball and beat you. They can pass the ball and beat you. Their defense is stuffing shit up. They look like a a Super Bowl team. What what else do you want me to say? Like, the Eagles look look like the best team in the NFC. I still don't want to give them credit until they beat the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. That's it. I'm not going to say too much on that. But let them beat the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. Because they for sure almost lost to us with Cooper Rush, and everybody loves to say, "Oh, well, they handled the Cowboys." We had our backup in. He threw a game losing interception. Please, can y'all just, you know, just stop acting like the Eagles are world beaters? But we'll see. We'll see. Let me let me calm down. That that that's my Cowboys coming out. But the Eagles are 11 and one, looking like the best team in the in NFC, maybe the the NFL, according to some people. So. Can't really say nothing about the Eagles right now. Other than we'll see if they continue this magical run in the playoffs. Uh, Tennessee Titans—they just fired their GM. Uh, I don't know if they fired him because AJ Brown torched they ass, but uh, they're seven and five right now. They're still um, number one in their division, the AFC South, so they'll be a playoff team. Uh, we'll see if Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry can do you know something come playoff time. But as of right now. They need their rookie, Burks, to come back because I believe he got hurt in, in the game. So, they need him to come back and their passing game is going to be nothing. So, we'll see. I don't, you know, Tennessee is kind of fraudulent to me, too. Um, you know, I don't trust Ryan Tannehill. So, I don't really think the Titans are going to do anything. They'll make the playoffs, though, because they have a three-game lead on, on in their division. So, they'll be in the playoffs. Uh, moving on, Broncos-Ravens. Ravens beat the Broncos 10-9. to um, Lamar got hurt. He's probably going to be out a few weeks. Hopefully, he does come back in time for the Ravens to have a playoff run. They are 8-4. P.J. Huntley is a pretty good backup, so they should be able to squeak out a few wins with him and you know, be ready for the playoffs. I just hope hoping, hoping Lamar is going to be healthy and be ready. Um, it's a weird season. For Lamar and the Ravens, man, Um, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist and say that they're doing things on purpose to like help that man not get paid. But at the same time, it's a lot of weird shit going on this season, and I don't understand why he didn't get paid. So it is what it is. Uh, I'm not an NFL general manager. I'm not an NFL agent, so I don't know what goes into those uh, contract um, negotiations and conversations, but. I don't understand why Lamar Jackson is playing this season not under a huge contract. Like, this this doesn't make sense to me. So we'll see. But uh, I think the Ravens are going to still be a playoff team. Uh, the Broncos, on the other hand, wow. They're 3-9, and nine, last place in their division. Russell Wilson was 17 for 22, 189 yards, and zero touchdowns. I saw a stat today where they said Peyton Manning's first game with the Broncos. I don't know if it was his first game. or I know in in one game he did it. But I don't know if it was his first game. But long story short, he had seven touchdowns in one game, Peyton Manning, with his first season with the Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson has eight touchdowns in the entire season in this week 14. We're going into week 14. Russell Wilson sucks, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't understand why this man sucks like this like he just he just can't move the ball his throws all look so hard like he doesn't make the easy throws anymore like even when he does have a completion that's like 12 15 25 yards like the shit looks like he has to pull something out of his ass just to make make that play Um, but I don't want to hear about his height because Kyler Murray is you know successful I just don't understand why Russell Wilson can't move the ball you know I just, I just, wow Huge disappointment, Russell Wilson Trash, so moving forward The Broncos will not be in the playoffs They will probably be Having hella meetings this summer On how the hell they can get some money Back from Russell Wilson Because he robbed their ass, blind (laughs) Blind (laughs) Moving on, Browns, Texans That was uh, um, The homecoming for Deshaun Watson He was 12 for 22, 131 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. The Browns won the game 27-14, but Deshaun Watson was not responsible for any touchdowns. Um, He looked rusty, you know. We'll see how he looks in the next couple couple weeks. Um, But the Browns do have a good enough record to make the playoffs. So if they continue to do what they're doing, um, they can run off a few wins. Uh, Hopefully the Ravens might take a loss or two and the Browns could squeak into the playoffs. Um, but the Bengals and the Ravens both have both have good good records. So I don't know. They are third place right now. And if I say the Steelers suck and they they're not making the playoffs at five five and seven, I probably should say the same thing about the Cleveland Browns. So you know we'll see. They have a lot of talent over there. Um Deshaun Watson once upon a time was a very talented quarterback. So we'll see if he can, you know, get his Mojo back and the Browns can possibly make a run, but their chances are looking looking slim sitting at five and seven. And then the Texans, they are not gonna make the playoffs. I don't even know what their record is right now. I'm trying to find the oh, they're one and ten. Holy shit. Yeah. What what do you want me to say? I mean they'll they'll have the, the number one pick next year and then we'll see if if he ends up being the next David Carr or not. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with Houston. Uh but they are a dumpster fire as of right now. Brandon Cooks wants the hell out of there. Damian Pierce, I feel sorry for you, brother. Um good luck. I hope your career doesn't die in Houston. Um yeah, so that's a sad situation. Um and then the my favorite game of the week, Sunday night football, the Dallas Cowboys and the Indianapolis Colts. The Cowboys win the game fifty four to nineteen. You know, I won't gloat and brag too much. Sitting at nine and three, second place in our division behind the Eagles. Um I'm liking how we look, man. Zeke looking healthy, Pollard looking good, making plays. CeeDee Lamb is becoming the number one receiver right before our eyes. Dak Prescott, he's still throwing a little bit too much picks. You know, the INTs, you know, take care of the ball a little bit more at Dak. But the offense is flowing with Dak being in there, right? Dak is a good quarterback, man. He he reminds me of, like, those boring point guards that basically – They're not gonna come like like like. He reminds me of like a Mike Conley, like he's just a steady hand, man. Just him being there, our team feels good about themselves, and the offense feels good about themselves. Dak's not gonna, you know, have the Patrick Mahomes crazy throw. He's not gonna throw off of his back foot while he's falling fifty yards, perfect, you know, pass on a rope like Aaron Rodgers. Um, He's not gonna scramble like Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, but. He's just a damn good football player, man. And I I, I appreciate having Dak Prescott. So we'll see um, if the Cowboys, you know, fall on their faces like they usually do in the playoffs. Um, I still don't trust Mike McCarthy. I really don't. Um, I like him as a person. He seems cool. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say he's a Magoo or anything because Jason Garrett was kind of a Magoo. So that's why I kind of wasn't feeling him. I feel like Mike McCarthy has the team inspired. I feel like our team respects Mike McCarthy and and they play hard for Mike McCarthy. I feel like Dan Quinn is the best defensive coordinator in football. But I just feel like Mike McCarthy makes crazy, crucial decisions throughout the game when it comes to fourth down calls, um, play calls in crucial situations, clock management, Flags and penalties, like keeping the team disciplined. So those are the Cowboys' red flags. Um, I know we'll be in the playoffs. I just hope it's not a typical Cowboys year where we have a dominant regular season, get to the playoffs and smoke it. So we'll see. Um, but I'm happy as of now. You know, Cowboys are making me happy. So I can't really complain about this. So we'll see. And the Colts, on the other hand, I think their season is done. Um, they're 4-8. and eight that division is bad um i don't see them catching up with the titans and you know doing anything Jonathan taylor you know dealt with a lot of injuries this year he's been back the last few weeks has been kind of up and down like he had a couple good games and a couple games where he got stuffed up Uh, matt ryan is back in the starting position and he's you know up and down as well you know he's not the elite quarterback that he once was so I don't know the Colts kind of look like they're in a in a weird space right now they need a quarterback and uh I think the Jeff Saturday the hiring was weird as well you know I'm with Bill Cowher with that's kind of disrespectful to a lot of the uh NFL coaches or you know coaches in the foot in football that's you know worked their way up from being an assistant somewhere and being, you know, just doing the groundwork, the dirty work to get to a head coaching position. Like it seems like Jeff Saturday was able to like skip all of that and just be the head coach. That was like super random. But hey, teachers on. Like I said, I'm not an NFL GM, so I definitely don't make these decisions for these teams and they pay somebody millions of dollars to do it so more power to the colts but i don't see them being a threat at all uh, moving forward until they figure out their quarterback situation and unless jeff saturday's really that guy they figure out their coach situation so yeah moving forward though last game was monday night football We had Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints. The Bucs won Um, 17-16. Tampa Bay came back, had a game-winning touchdown, you know, vintage Brady game. Brady's still him, man. Like, as much as people want to count him out, he's still that guy. So as long as Brady's, you know, upright and taking snaps, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a Super Bowl threat. Point blank period. Um, Godwin is back and looking good. He's been back all season, but it's kind of seemed like he's had to kind of define his flow. Um, after tearing his ACL last season, Mike Evans is still looking good. They found something in uh, Ricard White uh, for back playing. So uh, that defense is getting healthy. So I like Tampa. Um, they're not a dominant team. Like some of the Tom Brady teams of the past, but at six and six, they're still number one in their division. So as long as they're number one in that division, they're guaranteed a playoff spot. So we'll see. Cause I for sure wouldn't want to see Tom Brady in in uh in another playoffs. So we'll see. But they'll definitely be there, you know, causing some type of commotion once they get there. And uh the Saints, they are four and nine. Uh, their season's pretty much cooked I don't understand what's going on with Al- Alvin Kamara man, it's like some games he looks like the Alvin Kamara of old and then some games he doesn't even really get the ball, this last game he had 14 touches and no touchdowns like, I don't get it um, the Saints need a quarterback, I don't know what happened with Jameis, why he got benched, I feel like the coach just probably just didn't like him personally, um <laughs> But, yeah, Jameis isn't the answer. Andy Dalton isn't the answer. Taysom Hill isn't the answer. So, the Saints got to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback before they waste Alvin Kamara's uh, prime. Uh, and then Mike Thomas, I don't know what the hell is going on with that guy. Like, he's been, he plays for a couple games, and then he said, all right, I'm cool. You know, I'm done for the season. Just send my checks to this account number. And he just, he just been collecting his money. So... I don't even have much to say about Mike Thomas. He used to be the best receiver in football at one point, And now he's irrelevant, like irrelevant. So we'll see if he can come back and finally play. And Chris Alave is a very good player, it seems like. And like I said, Al am is still a young guy. His career is not over. Um, and maybe, you know, the Saints are not giving him the ball a lot because they know that this season's a wash and they're thinking of the long term. Like, you know, so... We'll see. But as of right now, it's kind of disappointing seeing the Saints how they are because my dad is from, from, from New Orleans. So always had a little love for for the Saints, man. So hopefully they turn it around in, in the years to come and they can get, get back to a Super Bowl and get back to being a, a winning team like they was under Drew Brees. And they don't go back to being the New Orleans Aints. That ain't it. So that's it. That was the recap of week 13, move forward week 14. Thursday night football, we got Raiders and Rams. Um, I think think the Raiders will win that game. I think Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams do do their thing on the Rams. They're not really playing inspired football at this point, but they still got Ramsey. They still got Aaron Donald. We'll see, but I know the Raiders should win the game, Um, but I don't know how dominant they'll be because offensively, they still got to play some dogs, you know? So we'll see, but Raiders win the game. I say Raiders win, uh, I say Raiders, Raiders win 24 to 10. Then we got Vikings Lions. I say the Vikings, you know what? I say Detroit wins that game. Yes, sir. I say Detroit upsets the Vikings, which in my mind wouldn't even really be an upset. But I think Detroit beats the Vikings. I say Detroit wins 33 to 26. And next, we got Ravens Steelers. Uh, Lamar's not playing. The Steelers do have a pretty decent team uh, roster wise, but um, I think uh, the Ravens could still win this game. But I like TJ Watt, he's back, he's dominant. So I say, Steelers win this game. I say, Steelers win 17 to 14. Next game, we got Browns Bengals. Cleveland Browns versus Cincinnati Bengals. I say the Bengals win this game. I still don't trust Deshaun Watson. I think the Bengals are one of the best teams in the league, and they keep it rolling. I say Bengals win the game 21 to twenty-one to 7. I say the Browns only score one touchdown. And Jets-Bills, I say the Buffalo Bills win this game. They will win the game. 28 to 17 the jets just don't have enough firepower to keep up with the buffalo bills then we have eagles giants i think that's going to be a classic nfc east barn burner but i think the eagles take care of business they're too potent on offense i don't trust daniel jones all the way and those receivers even though daniel jones has stepped up and played um better played his best um of his career this year but I still don't trust them going against the Eagles. The Eagles are too potent. Um, I say the Eagles win... I say the Eagles win... 20... No, I say the Eagles win... 31-14. Next, we got Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Titans. I say the Titans win that game, even though Trevor Lawrence has the potential to outplay Ryan Tannehill and make something happen. I just feel like the Titans... Coming off that loss, they're going to, you know, run the ball and kind of control the clock and, you know, suffocate the Jags. And I don't know if Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence are ready for that. So I say the Titans win 14-3. Yeah, I don't think the Jags. I think the Titans defense steps up. Nah, I say they win 10-3. Yeah. Or 13-7. That's it. 13-7. I like that. I don't give the Jags one touchdown. 13-7, Titans. Moving on, we got Chiefs-Broncos. Uh, Chiefs should beat that ass. Uh, I don't trust the Broncos' offense. Even though their defense is really good, I don't trust their offense. Um, I still think the Chiefs put up 17 points on them. So I say Chiefs win 17-10. to 10. Uh, Next, we got the Carolina Panthers and the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks should win that game. They should win that game kind of handedly. Even though Sam Darnold is back. Um, DJ Moore is in the scrub Dante Freeman is a good running back i just see Seattle winning that game i say Seattle wins 21-14 Moving on We got Tampa Bay 49ers Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the 49ers That's going to be a good game Even with Brock Purdy playing I think there's going to be a good game um, The Buccaneers do have a pretty good run defense But the Niners have a great defense Overall Fred Warner is a genius back there playing linebacker. Tom Brady's a genius playing quarterback. Tampa Bay needs this win more than the Niners. Man, but I think the Niners win this game. I think 49ers win this game 16, 16 to 12. I say 49ers win this game 16, 12. Next we have Dolphins versus the Chargers. Now that's gonna be a high scoring game. I think both teams can drop 40, damn near. But, man, the Chargers need this win bad. Um, Dolphins need to win, too. They're coming off a loss. I like Mike McDaniel as a coach. Man, I think the Dolphins win this game. I do. And I think they win it kind of handedly. But I still think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I say Dolphins win 35-28. Yeah, I say Dolphins win thirty-five twenty-eight. Then we have New England Patriots versus the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals need a win, bad. They're um four and eight. New England they need a win, but like I said, I don't think they 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 don't believe that they're gonna do anything this year. Arizona probably still believes they have a good enough team to like compete and do something. So I think Arizona plays their asses off and they get they get this win. I feel like their offense is kind of too potent for the. Patriots to keep up with uh I say Arizona wins this game I say Arizona wins this game 14 to three yeah I say Arizona wins this game 14-3 and then lastly we have the Dallas Cowboys versus the Houston Texans yeah I say my team for last but they're the best yeah Cowboys should win this game they should win this game convincingly. so I mean I shouldn't really get too much into it like the Texans are trash. They're the worst team in, in in the league. So if the Cowboys even have this game look competitive, it's going to make the Cowboys look bad. Um, so, yeah, i say the Cowboys should win this game 27 to 10. So, yeah, that's it for the Week 14 preview. That's it for this episode of the Get With It or Get Lost podcast. I appreciate y'all tuning in. That's love.